are not leading ourselves, friends. Amen. We're not on a stagger course where we don't know where we're going. Glory. But we've got a compass, amen. Glory. We've got a guide, amen. We've got the Holy Ghost that's leading us. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. We're exactly where we need to be at this moment in time. Amen. Nothing's allocated with God. Everything's amen. in control. Amen. We are His people, amen. bought by His blood, amen. wrapped in the robe of His righteousness. Yes, oh, heaven bound, friends. Amen. We are heaven bound, amen. amen. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, don't that make you want to shout, amen. Praise God. What a blessed people we are tonight, friends. Amen. We've got a comfort. We've got a God. We've got a healer. We've got a physician. We've got a friend. We've got peace, assurance, a token. I've run out of things to say, but you know what I mean? It's all in him, friends. Amen. Amen. And you know, if he's, lot, if he's not Lord of everything in our lives, then he ain't Lord at all. Right. Let's give him everything we've got. Yes, sir, he deserves our best amen, our best yes, worship, sir. our best prayer, our best service, because that's what he did for us. He gave us his best. That day at Calvary, he gave us his very heart. Oh, hallelujah. Don't you love him tonight? Praise the Lord. If you have your Bible, turn with us to the book of Isaiah. We want to read from Isaiah 55, verse 11. We'll get you in the name of the Lord Jesus and count it an honor to stand before you once again. And we trust that something will be said that would help you and encourage you. It's just a simple little thought. But as I've said before, that's really the only kind I can bring. But I, I trust it'll, it'll encourage you. And it's truly our desire is to encourage you tonight. And I know we've been through some hard battles and maybe got a little bit of bruising here and there. But... We're pressing on. Amen. 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 We're pressing on. Yes, sir. I want to read now from Isaiah 55, verse 11. The Bible says this. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it will accomplish that which I please. Amen. And it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Amen. God said, my word will not return unto me void, right, but it will accomplish what I please. Thanks, Amen. Let us bow our heads. I want to speak to you for a few minutes this evening on no turning back. No turning back. Heavenly Father, we love you, Lord. We want to thank you. For all that you've done for us. Lord, in our heart this evening, there's thanksgiving. Knowing, Lord, that you are our God. And that you would lead us safely to the other side, Lord. And Father, I pray tonight that your word would just speak to the hearts of your children. Lord, that there would be some here, no doubt, Lord, who are weary. Maybe some, Lord, who are hurt. Maybe some who are sick, dear God, or maybe even a wee bit scared. But Father, may your word speak peace to our souls tonight. And God, may it charge that inner man within the depths of our soul, Lord, that will make us draw the sword and fight like never before. For Lord, we see the end just ahead. We know now, Lord, it won't be long. Bless your children tonight, Lord. And those who've lost loved ones, God, and those that are still dealing with the sicknesses, may you comfort their hearts, Lord, we pray. 
God, the empty places that's left there. May you just, God, be that empty portion in their life. Father, the feeling of it, we pray. Bless our pastor, brother Donnie, Lord, his family, his ministry. God, may you use him in a greater way, Lord. We thank you for his life, God, and for his ministry. Thank you, dear God, for the ministers around the world and your little bride. Lord, as we heard Brother West say, it won't be long. Won't be no more seas or language barriers that'll separate us. We'll all be sitting at your house around your table. Until then, God, may we fight with all that's within us against our enemy. For we ask these things in Jesus' name. And the bride says, Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Brother Branham says here, speaking of Job, he said, Now Job was a man that carried out God's commandments to the letter. Exactly. And Satan knew that. But he said, if you'll just let me have him, I'll make him curse you to your face. So God told him, he said, now he's in your hands, but don't you take his life. And Satan even stretched as far as he could on that. He took every friend and everything he had, almost his complete life. But he couldn't take his life because God said he couldn't take his life. But Job still held right on. There was no turning back. You see, when a man or a person has once really come into contact with God, with that genuine revealed faith that God is, there is nothing, no time, nowhere can ever separate that man from his God. I believe it was Paul said that there's no strife, there's no hunger, there's no pearls, there's neither living creatures or death or anything that can separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. You are securely anchored in him Amen. because you are ordained to that life. Amen. We are securely anchored in Him and there is nothing that can come our way. There is no storm. There is no wind. There is no strife. There is nothing that Satan can throw at us, can unknock us from that secured place that we are ordained to by the Word of God. Amen. Amen. You see, God saw you before there's even a star. He knew your name, the color of your hair, the color of your eyes, where you'd go to church, where you'd sit out on that pew, what clothes you'd be wearing tonight. That's the kind of God that we serve. Amen. He is not a dodeo old grandpa sitting somewhere on a cloud. He is the almighty God. And there is no God like our God. Amen. Hallelujah. And I want you to know we are secured in him and we can no more fail than our God can fail tonight. Do you hear me? I said we can no more fail than our God can fail. Job stayed with the word because he knew that the word would not fail. Nothing can keep God's word from accomplishing what it was set to do. The prophet said God's word or God's purpose can never be defeated. There is nothing that can defeat God's purpose. Nothing can defeat God's purpose. How happy we ought to be today. I know you're grinning behind the mask because you're happy. No, so how happy we ought to be today resting in that beautiful revelation of the word of the living God. That there's neither things present nor things that can come. There's no sickness, no sorrow, no death, no pearl. Nothing can separate us from the purpose of the living God. What God has imagined in his mind, what God has purposed in his heart to bring to pass, there is no demon, there is no power, there is nothing that can ever separate God's immortal, eternal plan. It must be as God said. Amen. Amen. 
We know there's going to be a bride. How do you know? God said so, amen. It's going to be a wedding supper. How do you know, Brother Darrell? God said so. And just as sure there's a God, it'll be there because it is his word. And God and his word is one, amen. Then we know that we're going up. How do you know we're going in a rapture? I'll tell you how. God said so, amen. Oh, my. Amen. We're going to make up that bride. It's going to be in his church. They're going to appear before him without spot or blemish. The bride of Jesus Christ will appear before him without spot or blemish or wrinkle. How do you know? God said so. Amen. And I like this part right here. And they have the material on earth now to make themselves ready. Did you hear what he said? It's not something that's coming. Well, someday, some happy day. No, no, it's here now. The material is here now that's been, that's been given to us to make ourselves ready to bring what I just read to you into manifestation because somebody must take that word and make that word live. And God has put the material on the earth right now for you and I. We have the material. Hallelujah. We have the material to bring that into manifestation. That word will live where? In you and in me. Because we are ordained for that. Oh my. Amen. No turning back. No turning back. No going down. We're not going down. We're going up. We have the material to bring that into manifestation. You know, years ago, a sister down in South Carolina sung this song. I believe it was South Carolina. I think Brother Joel sings that every once in a while. Said, strong winds are blowing with an unrelented force. People are running to and fro and don't know what's going on. Men's hearts are failing. There is turmoil in the land. Church doors are closing. Preachers just can't take a stand. And then the chorus says this, but it's going to take a stronger wind than this to keep me from my promises, amen. It's going to take a stronger wind than this to turn me around, amen. It's going to take a stronger wind than this to keep this eagle down. Hallelujah. Let the COVID wind blow. Let pandemics blow. Let war between nations, whatever Satan wants to blow, he will not keep this bride down, amen. No turning back. No surrender. No, sir. We're not surrendering. We're not giving up. Satan is the one who's going to surrender. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You need to tell him every once in a while. I did the other day. I just got upset. I just began to talk to him driving in from Indiana. I said, oh boy, your days are numbered. You're going to fry in hell like a pancake. I'm going to be there to watch them cast you in. Your days are numbered, buddy. There's a people on the earth who's going to tear your kingdom down. Amen. No turning back. Well, Brother Dow's getting awful hard. I didn't know it'd be like this. I don't care how hard it gets. No turning back. God's word will be fulfilled. Hallelujah. No turning back. All fear is gone. Did not Jesus tell us over and over? Fear not. I am he that was dead. I was dead. But I'm alive forevermore. And because I live, you shall live also. Amen. Amen.
He said, I'll be with you even to the end of the world. So don't fear. You need to tell Satan, Mr. Satan, you're defeated. Jesus Christ stripped you of every power you had when he died at Calvary. And you're nothing but a bluff. And you can't bluff me. Amen. I am made out of stuff that does not bluff. Amen. That's what came from Calvary. That's what Calvary produced in our life. Stuff that don't bluff. Amen. Just step aside, Satan. I'm moving on. I'm moving on for Christ. Anybody going with me? God will take care of his own. All things work together for good to them that love him. He moves on. No turning back. No turning back. Paul and Silas preaching the gospel. Cast that devil off that girl, I believe it was. They got so upset. They brought accusations against them. Huh? Shut them down. Stripped them, beat them, threw them into prison. Not just prison, the inner part of prison. Shackled them to the floor of the prison. What for? Robbing a bank? No. Preaching the gospel. Getting people off of drugs. Straightening out their lives. Straightening out their marriages. Come on, somebody. Doing nothing but good. But it made the devil mad. I'm so glad I've got a gospel that makes the devil mad. We ought to make him so mad he has a stroke. Make him bad. Quote the word. Tell him who you are. Tell him where you come from. And tell him where he's going. Wrecking havoc on the devil. The devil got mad. That's what we need to do. We need to make the devil mad. You know, you ought to get you a t-shirt that said, I was born to make the devil mad. <laughs> That'd be a good coffee cup. I might get me one like that. I was born to make the devil all just get him real good and mad. You know, the madder people get, the more crazier they get. The more insane things that they do. Amen. Amen. Get them in the prison. That'll cool them off. That'll shut them up. That'll cool them down. They'll turn back now. Beat them a little bit. Bruise them up a little bit. Smack them around a little bit. They'll calm down. They'll back up. They'll turn around. They'll quit. Paul and Silas, think of that. In the prison house, cold, hungry, beaten. They were Silas. They beat him unconscious. Later in a cell, starts coming to himself. He feels the Straps on his back, his shirt stuck where the blood is dried into wounds. Tries to raise himself up and he's so sore where they beat him. He might have cried out something like, Paul! Paul in the next cell hears his name. He stirs around a little bit and says, I'm over here, Silas. Oh, Paul. What are we going to do? I didn't think they're ever going to quit beating on us, Paul. What are we going to do? How are we going to get out of this? What's going to happen to us, Paul? Paul, that messenger, with that revelation of God's purpose. Amen. Said, I'll tell you, Silas, it's going to take a greater trial than this. It's going to take a greater trial than this to stop us from praising our God. 
It's going to take more than a beating to keep me from praising my God. My shoulders may be sore. My back may be sore. But if God gives me ability, I'll raise my hands and praise him, Silas. Oh, hallelujah. Silas said, what are you going to do, Paul? He said, give me a C for Christ. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Well, I'll praise you in this storm and I will lift my hands for you are who you are no matter where I am. <laughs> Every tear I cry, you hold in your hands. You never left my side. And though my life, my heart is torn, I will praise you, Lord. I will praise you in the storm. I'll praise you, Lord. In the storm, no matter how bad it gets, no matter how much I hurt, no matter how much I'm beat down, I'll praise you, God, for you're worthy of praise. Whether I'm on a mountain or whether I'm in a valley, it does not change who I am. As long as I've got breath, let me praise my God. He's worthy of all praise. And they begin to sing praises unto God. They begin to worship God. And the Bible said about the midnight hour, the prisoners down the hall, they heard them. They was getting excited. They were getting louder. And God enjoyed the music so much. God came down. You know, Paul being a church age messenger, he probably sang lead. Silas, you know, maybe a little bit whiny. He might have sang tenor. But God liked it so much. He came down with that big thundering voice and he began to sing bass and the prison house began to shake and the bars began to come open and the bands came off of their hands and God said I have come down to receive your praise hallelujah how it must please God when we're going through the hardest trial of our life we can still raise our hands and praise him in the storm. We live in a nation of freedom. I thank God for this nation. Good men died to give us this freedom. Men sitting here in this church put their life on the line so we could have freedom. Freedom of speech. But the prophet said the first thing you know, they'll try to stop all this. They'll take our freedoms from us. Not quickly. I was reading the other day about the Jews. And they asked one of them a survivor. said, how did you let them do that to you? He said, they did it so subtle. They just changed the law here and changed the law there. And we thought, no big deal. They'll forget about it next year. And they passed another one and another one. And the next thing you know, we was wearing a little star and showing papers. He said, that's when we realized it was too late. I just think we'll come in and just rip it out of your hands. Oh, no. We're too patriotic for that. There's too many red-blooded Americans to raise up and fight for their freedom. But they do it so subtle. That's how they get everything in. They always mix a little bit of humor with it. Come on, somebody. They started out years ago with men wearing women dresses. And now look where it's got it. Look where it's got to now. So subtle. A little bit here, a little bit there. Everybody said they'll come. They'll try to quit. They'll try to get you to quit praying for the sick. It'll come to they'll try to get you to quit praying for the sick and put a band on it that you can't even pray for the sick. And just remember when the persecution arises, the church, it comes to its very height then. It's always at its best. Yes, sir. 
But I want you to remember, saints, no matter what they do, no matter what happens to this nation, just remember, it's all working together for God's good. There is nothing that happens to us, friends, but what it's for our good. Somehow, some way, God will take that punch and turn it around to be a benefit to his people. Amen, Amen Brother Dale Preach. God's working it all together according to Romans 8, 28. Either that's right or it's wrong. Amen. Jesus said in St. John 10, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My father, which gave them me is greater than all. <laughs> That's my daddy. He's greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. There's no wind strong enough. There's no devil big enough. There's no situation great enough that's able to shut this bride down. We are a covenant people. I was watching coming up the road a while ago, all the way from way down there in gray, all the way up here to this exit, there was a rainbow in the sky. And I was looking at the rainbow and I was thinking, oh my, that's exactly right. We are God's covenant people. We have a covenant with our God and God will bankrupt heaven before he'll let that covenant fail you. You are the covenant people of God. God tore Christ apart at Calvary, making the covenant, swearing by himself. You know why? Because there was none greater to swear by. And he took that body up into heaven, which will return someday. But the spirit he gave back to lead the church. The same life. The same life. Oh, God, let this strike our hearts. The same life that was in Christ Jesus is in the church tonight by the Holy Ghost. Amen. Doing and acting and performing the same things he did when he was here on earth. You've received it. You've got the covenant. It's written and swore by God. You can't fail. That makes the devil mad. Sure does when you realize who you are. The devil don't want you to know who you are. So you know what he'll do? He'll show you every weakness, every flaw, every problem, every sickness. Come on, friends. He'll do anything to discourage you, to keep you from praying, to keep you from reading, to keep you from listening. Because he don't want you to know who you are. As long as you've got amnesia, you don't know where you come from. You don't know where you're going. But if it can ever strike your heart, I came from God. I'll go back to God. I am God's genetics. Oh, <laughs> Oh, hallelujah. If that ever strikes your heart, friends, you can burn the devil's hide. Amen. There is no turning back. We've come too far to go back. It's the last church age. We've done come through six. We're in seven. There's no going back. Go back to another age. He sealed that age. He accomplished what he wanted to in Luther's day and Wesley's day. But this is our day that God's got something that he wants to do for us. And God will do it. And nobody will stop God from accomplishing my word will not return unto me void. Amen. 
but it'll do that which I please. What pleases God? It pleases God when you keep his word. If you get down, if you get weary, look at the back of the book. In case you hadn't looked lately, look at the back of the book. You know what it says? We win. We win. Listen, no matter what we feel, I know we've been hurt. Sure, we hurt. We've had real hurt, real tears, real pain. I'm not beseeching that. I'm not, I'm not doing away with that. It's real pain. It's real hurts. But it don't change who we are. And it don't change where we're going. And it don't change our purpose. And no matter how much you're hurting, no matter what you're going through with, do not come through those doors like a loser. Do not come in here and sit like a loser. We are not losers. We are winners. Amen. We are not losers. Satan is the loser. He's the one that's cast into the lake of fire, not us. He's going down. We're going up. Amen. Listen to me. Don't focus on the battle. Focus on the war. You see, when the war is won, the battles make no difference. I may lose a battle now and then, but I've already won the war. Don't get focused on the battle. Don't get focused on the present condition of what's happening right now. Keep your eyes on the promise. Keep your eyes on the finished goal. Remember who you are, where we come from, where we're going, and our purpose for being here on the earth. Don't let the devil blindfold you. Don't let the devil lie to you. Remind him of who you are. Focus on the battle. Focus on the war. Years ago down at Eastman, I had a little intramural softball. I don't know if it's still doing or not, but Homer, my father-in-law, got killed in the accident. He had a little team I played for him down there. There's a game going on down there. There's a water tank there at the ballpark. This team was up. Every time they pitched on the ball, these guys knocked it over the fence. The outfielder was stuck. I kind of got tickled. He's standing there with this ball glove on his head like he just... <laughs> the guy up on the water tank, he was looking. He's supposed to be fixing the tank, but he's watching the ball game. He yelled to the guy out there in the outfield. He said, hey, buddy. So what's the score? Nine to nothing. Guy on the water tank yelled back. True story. Guy on the water tank yelled back and said, You're losing, ain't you? You know what he said? I don't know. We ain't batted yet. Oh, brother, sister. We've not stepped up to the plate yet. We're just warming up, amen. We're just swinging the bat. The best is yet to come. The bride is the whole blood queen, amen. Hallelujah. We see our hole and we're running to it. Oh, little bride, we're running our last mile home. Run with everything that's within you. Years ago when I was a young man, I ran cross country. And when I was in the army, we were running a 10K, 6.2-mile race, and I just about used all my energy. I was coming up to the last little bit of the run. I was exhausted. And I was just starting to back. People started passing me. I was falling back and falling back. And all of a sudden, from the woods, 
was a friend of mine. His name was Ernest Hemingway. Oh, man, that guy's got a name. I mean, I'm Darrell, and he's Ernest Hemingway the third. But this guy was a runner. And from the woods, he began to yell, Run, Ward! Run! You can do it! You can make it! The finish line is just ahead. Don't quit. He started encouraging me. And let me tell you, saints of God, we don't have a seeming way tonight, but we got a cloud of witnesses that's telling us, run, little bride. Run with everything that's within you. The finish line is just ahead. Don't quit. Don't, don't get your eyes on the hill. Don't get your eyes on the valley. Just run with everything that's within you. There is no turning back. No weapon that is formed against us shall prosper and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn let Satan howl let him accuse all he wants to accuse there's a final word coming one day this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord the righteousness is of him saith the Lord Satan gets to howling it gets to blowing his poison breath. The winds get to blowing strong. Remember this, friends. Remember this. No matter how much Satan blows, no matter how great the wind picks up when he begins to blow his poison breath, remember this. Eagles were built to take strong winds. The harder the wind blows, the higher an eagle flies. <laughs> oh. Ooh, I thought that was pretty good. The stronger it blows, the harder it blows, the higher eagles fly. The harder the trials, friends, the stronger the wind, the greater we fly. The more, the stronger the wind. You see, the opposition actually causes the eagle to manifest what it really is. Because you see the hawk sometimes, you'll think, is that an eagle or is that a hawk? They, sometimes they look so close, it's kind of hard to tell. So between like a, a golden eagle and a, and a golden hawk or something like that, they're kind of hard to tell from a distance. But you know how to separate them? Put them in the atmosphere. Put them in the attitude. And they're, oh my, the hawk, he can only go up so high and he has to turn back. He is not genetic built to fly into the heights that an eagle is. But you see an eagle, amen, he's got tight wings. And the stronger the wind blows, he don't have to flop around to do this and run here and run there. He just sets his wings and rises above the chatter and rises above the wind and the stronger it blows the higher we get and the higher we get and the more you can say that it's an eagle <laughs> that's the way every believer is when the wind starts to blow we don't run to and fro like a bunch of chickens we're not chickens running around in a barnyard don't know where we're going we're eagles Duck ourselves as eagles. Fly like an eagle. Eat like an eagle. Look like an eagle. Amen. That's the way every true believer is. True believers don't run here and there. You know, when things get hard, they go back to another church because it's a little bit easier, you know. A little bit more accepted at that church, you know, with their fingernail polish and all that that goes with it, you know. Tight skirts and all that, you know, they can go back. When it gets a little tough, it's easy to go back somewhere else where they feel welcome. 
They can't fly in the altitude fence. They can't fly underneath the wind that's blowing. But don't you worry, no matter how much Satan has, it only proves who you are more and more and more. Because remember, when they took that wheat and they threw it up in the wind, they wait till a strong wind comes and they take that wheat and they throw it up. You know what the wind did? It separated the chaff from the wheat. Well, glory. Hallelujah. Amen. When you realize, amen, when you realize that God has revealed the truth of the thing to you, there is nothing in this world going to defeat you in it. That's all. You are absolutely undefeatable. Well, Darrell, are you talking about Jesus? I'm talking about you. You with the true revelation of who she is and what she stands for and that she can do the greater works. She will be an invincible army and the gates of hell shall not prevail against her. But she shall, she shall prevail over them. You are absolutely undefeatable. Not you, but the God that's in you. Listen to me. Don't let your humanity, don't let your humanity cover up the deity that's in you. Say, well, simply saying this, don't look at the, that the humanity, we're all flesh. Don't focus so much on the humanity. Look at the deity that's dwelling on the inside. Don't you see our Lord Jesus when he walked the earth? He raised the dead. He, he put eyes in empty sockets. He raised the dead, made the lame walk and groaned with a headache. Deity veiled in humanity. Not much different than you. Brother West, when somebody will come up for prayer and you pray for them and God answers their prayer and you can't hardly get in the car because your back's hurting so bad. Deity in humanity. Don't just focus on the humanity part, friends. Look at who you really are. You're absolutely undefeatable, not you, but the God that's in you. Listen to this quote. Not Christ, not the body of Christ, but the word that was in him. The word is not Mary, but the word that was born from her. That's the undefeatable part, not the flesh. Not that's on the inside of us. That real seed gene, the real Darrell Ward, the real Westwell, the real Donnie Reagan. You see, we were built by God to withstand the winds. I think of the three Hebrew children, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. They mandated, they mandated, the government mandated that everyone would bow before this image or be burned in the fire. And them three Hebrew boys, you know what they said? Oh, king. You blow all the horns you want to blow. You play all the music you want to blow. Play. You pass all the mandates you want to pass, but we will not bow to this image. Some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we remember the name of our Lord. Some trust in governments, some trust in this. You can trust in whatever you want to trust, but the bride is trusting in him for the name of the Lord. It's a strong tower that the righteous run into and they are saved. Oh, King said, I'll tell you what, 
we'll see what happened to these old boys. We'll test out that Holy Ghost they claim to have, that Holy Ghost religion. We'll see what it does. We'll burn it out of them. Oh, it's been tried before. Tried to burn it out of a Midian man, the prophet said. But you can't burn the Holy Ghost out. It's a fire itself. Hebrews 12, 29 says, Our God is a consuming fire, and everything Satan tries to do, God's fire consumes it. That's right. They tried to boil it out of John. They couldn't boil it out of him with hot grease. That's right. They can't boil it out of you. They can't scare it out of you. They can't run it out of you. They can't stomp it out of you. They can't put it out of you. They can't blow it out of you. It's here to stay. There is no turning back. Amen. They heated up that furnace seven times hotter than it had ever been heated before. And old King Nebuchadnezzar with all of his robes and his royalty and sitting up there said, we'll watch them scream now, boys. Watch this. Uh, we'll watch them scream now. It's seven times harder than it's ever been. Hey, boys, we're going to give you, you want to recant now? You want to change your mind now? Before you go in, you want to bow now? You want to change your testimony now? Oh, Shadmech, maybe it was. He said, oh, king, let me tell you something. It'll take a harder fire than this to turn us back. There is no turning back. It made that king so mad that in his haste to throw them in the fire, they killed their own people. They opened the door to throw them in. And the ones that was throwing them in, they died themselves. They killed their own people throwing them in. Oh, saints of God, let me tell you. Satan will destroy his own kingdom trying to destroy this bride. to stop you and all he's doing is tearing his own kingdom down he cannot stop this bride amen I think of the disciples out on the sea that night they were having that testimony service Satan thought they were on their own that Jesus wasn't around he said I'll just get the whole bunch tonight I got them right where I want them I'll drown the whole bunch of them he began to breathe his poison breath upon the water out of his nostrils, the prophet said, came, came great powerful winds. The poison breath hit the sea, and the sea had a nervous prostration. And sin from Satan will make anything have a nervous prostration. That's the reason we got so many nervous breakdowns. So the insane institutions are filling up. We got people running through here, 30 miles zone at 90 miles an hour, squilling their tires, the rubber off of their tires, turning corners, go five foot and pull off in front of you. They're in a nervous, neurotic state. They don't know what to do. All the world is nervous and upset. They don't know where they're standing. They're just joining one church and then the other church. And every little thing, they're running here and there and to and fro. It's because that Satan has begun to push out his poison breath. He's beginning to blow the winds of strife, breaking churches apart, separating brotherhoods. Listen to me, saints. Do not let Satan divide us. We are one in the spirit. Yes, you are my brother. You are not heavy. Amen. You are my brother. Amen. Amen. Separating brotherhoods. Making people think they're a little better than someone else. Yeah. Belong to a better back bracket or belong to a better church. But let me tell Satan tonight, there is only one church. And that's the church of Jesus Christ. And it stands upon the unfailing word of God. 
That wind got so contrary, that boat began to rock, waterlogged, filling with water, great white caps that rose, swept that little boat from one wave to another. All hope seemed to be gone. And when all hope was gone, the prophet said, after they was pressed from one wave to another, Jesus was sitting high up on the mountain, watching the whole thing. His eye was on them the whole time. His eye had never left them. And sitting up on that high mountain, the prophet of God said, oh my, he stood up. And no doubt he said, it's going to take a stronger wind than this. And Jesus just stepped out on the water, the master of the storm. I tell you, saints of God, the things that are happening in this hour, the sin of this age, that I want the devil to know tonight, it'll take a stronger wind than this. There is no turning back for us. Jesus said, we're going to the other side. We're going to the other side. There wasn't a wave big enough or a wind strong enough for God's word to stop God's word. It will come to pass. There is no turning back. Satan ain't got a wind. He ain't got a plague. He ain't got a storm. He ain't got a fire. He ain't got a trial that'll stop this bride. All hell can't stop it. It's ordained of Jesus Christ to be so and it will be so. My word will not return unto me void but it'll do that which I please. Amen. And so it will be for upon this rock I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. How? What is it? What kind of a church? Flesh and blood is not revealed it to thee Peter but my father which is in heaven has revealed it to you. A spiritual revelation by the Holy Ghost of the word of God. On this rock I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Oh my. Balak paid Balaam to curse God's people. Get out there and curse them. But he could not do it because God said they were going to the promised land. And let me tell you, God said we're going over. As far as God's concerned, we've already made it. Nothing is going to stop them. It's moving on just the same. We are not turning back. She's moving on, friends. We are are moving on Amen. but we are not alone he said I'll never leave thee nor will I forsake thee as brother West prayed tonight I'll never leave thee nor will I forsake thee so we are moving on but we're not alone we are not moving alone do you love him hallelujah hallelujah Psalm says this, Whether shall I go from thy spirit, or where shall I flee from thy presence? No matter where I go, thou art there. <laughs> if I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the othermost parts of the sea, thou art there. Even there shall thy hand lead me and thy right hand shall hold me. When I'm on the mountain, thou art there, Lord. When I'm in the valley, thou art there. In the good times, when I'm shouting and running the owls, thou art there. You're there, Lord. And when I'm crying because my heart is broke, you're still there, Lord. Amen. 
in the good times, thou art there in the hard times, thou art there in my joy, thou art there in my sorrow, thou art there in my despair, thou art there when I feel lonely, thou art still there. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, thou art with me. Even there, thou art there. We are never alone. We are never alone. He is right here with us now. And will be till he comes in a physical, corporal body. Well, Brother Darrell, I don't feel him. He never said, did you feel him? Maybe if you believed him, then you might feel him. <laughs> People want to feel him, then believe him. But maybe he's waiting on you to believe and then feel. Well, just something to think about. I don't know. Hey, man. I was studying this today about the architect. About how he built the bride. And I get this text from Steve Propolis. Anybody know Brother Steve up in Maryland? I texted him back and said, Brother Steve, that quote, it fell right where it needed to fall the very moment I needed it. <laughs> to God be the glory, he said. Here's what he sent me this morning when I was studying this. The architect who built me, who built me what I am, built you for what you are, is here. The architect that built me for what I am, that built you for what you are, he is here. The architect is here. Satan is defeated. He knows he's on the earth. He's going to rock like a roaring lion. It isn't long till he's finished. He knows his time, but he's going around like a roaring lion. He is not a lion, but he acts like a roaring lion. But remember, the Prince of Peace stands by, the great divide one, the architect of my being, the architect who built me what I am, who built me what you are is here. If the architect knows how to put the building together, it's right place. Who knows better than the architect? He's here to prove himself. He's here to prove himself. It's only based upon faith. Believe. Only believe. The architect is here. To prove what he's built will stand that wins. Amen. The stabilizer has been put in the ship. Great fearful waves are out here before us. But we know just beyond the wave yonder, we're nearing the shore, see? We're nearing the shore. Just stay stable. Amen. Amen. Don't get nervous. Don't get scared. Do not let fear govern your life. Amen. Push it off of you. Stay stable. Amen. Know who you are. Know where you come from. Know your foundation. Our foundation is not built on creeds or dogmas. It's built on thus saith the word of God. Amen. That's our foundation. Amen. And remember, the gates of hell cannot prevail against us. So no matter what Satan does, he cannot defeat us. Amen. Amen. Just stay stable. Just stay in the word. Stay with God. No matter how you feel, what anything else, stay right with the word. And I put this part in here. No turning back. Don't let your feelings guide you. 
Don't let your feelings direct you, your path. Look beyond your emotions. Don't look with the eyes of your head. God never gave us five senses to contact him with. He gave us these five senses to contact the flesh, our earthly home. But God gave us the sixth sense, which is faith, to contact him. See him through the eyes of your heart. Reach for his hand even when you can't see it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Stay with the word. No matter how you feel, what anything else is, stay with the word. No turning back. Let it stay stable. When you see all these great big old clouds around us and storms coming and atomic bombs and everything else that they're talking about. But our stabilizer is right straight in the word. God said it would be here. God said it would be here. And we'll crest every one of them waves. The things we're experiencing now, God already told us in his word, these things would come to pass. You see, you're no longer just reading about it. Now you're living it. You are living the word he spoke through his prophet. The prophet's words have now become flesh in us. And we will vindicate Malachi 4. It won't be some radio program that'll vindicate Brother Brandon to be the prophet of God. It'll be you. When your life becomes what his message preached, we will become the message. We are the message. The word made flesh and walked among us. Our stabilizers are right straight in the word. God said it would be here. We'll crest every one of them. Yeah, we'll go right over the top of them. Yes, indeed. They can't sink us. They can't drown us. You put us in the grave, we'll come out again. <laughs> Woo, I love that right there. Do with what this old flesh you want to do, devil. But I'll rise again. Hallelujah! The rising of the sun is within me. Amen. Amen. Put us in the grave. We'll come out again. That's just all there is to it. There ain't no way in the world to keep it down there. We'll crest every one of them because our great chief captain is calling at the other side. We're anchored in Jesus. The storms of life I'll brave. I've anchored in Jesus. I'll fear no wind nor wave. No turning back. There'll be no turning back. No turning back. Let the storms come. Let the fire come. Let plagues come. Let fear come. Let death come. Persecution come. No turning back. We're pressing on. He's here with us. We'll crest every wave. You see, the winner, the champion, is within us. I've told you this before, but it just come to my mind. My papa, my papa Johnson, always scared of me. He's a mean man. He's an alcoholic. I led him to the Lord right before he died. He was a boxer down in Knoxville, Tennessee, following the title of Doughboy Johnson, like a World War I Doughboy. Doughboy Johnson. He's a, a, a lightweight champion, golden glove boxer. Mean man, big old square jaw, big old nose. I was scared of him. Always scared of him. But my mama told me he was fighting down in Knoxville one night and they bought a dress, a brand new dress for my mama to go to the fight. My mama's always a nervous person. And you, you know my mama. She's always just kind of a nervous type person. Sure miss her, bless her heart. She's a great lady, great mother. But they went to the fight the night they bought my mama a new dress. 
She said, they're not my papa was fighting a man that was bigger than him, much taller, had bigger muscles, had, a, had a, a longer reach, whatever that's called. I don't know much about boxing, but that longer reach than my papa had. And my mama said, I was scared that he was going to kill my daddy. Just, she said, I was just 17 year old, 18, something like that. She said, I went down there. I said, daddy said, don't, go, don't box tonight. Let's go home. Let's don't box tonight. I said, what did he say? Mama said, he never said a word. Said he climbed up in the ring. Said about the third round, that man hit Papa. Right in the nose, said he knocked him plumb out of the ring, plumb up into the second row. Said blood was pouring out of his mouth, out of his nose. And Mama said, I ran down there, said I scared to death with my daddy. I thought, can you imagine somebody doing their daughter that way? She said, I, really, oh, I thought my daddy was killed. Said I ran there, said I took the corner of my new dress, whatever that means. She said, I took the corner of my new dress, wiped the blood off of his face. And I said, Daddy, please, let's go home. Daddy, please don't, don't get back in that ring. That man's going to kill you. Let's go home, Daddy. It's enough. I said, Mama, what did he do? She said, he just got up, said he just pushed me out of the way. Said he climbed back up in the ring. Said about two later, two, two, two rounds later, my papa landed the punch and knocked that man slap out. And he won the fight. Knocked the man out and won the fight. Went home with a broke nose and a trophy. You know why he wouldn't quit? Because the winner was in him. It was in him. And let me say, saints of God, the winner is in us. If the devil knocks me in the second row, God give me grace to get up and wipe the blood off and climb back in the ring and swing one more time and punch one more time. Just one more punch against the devil. Let me preach one more sermon to bust his heart. Amen. Amen. He's here with us. We'll crest every wave do you love him Satan says you're going down Satan says he's going to sink us Satan says the pressure's too great the division is too much there's too much happening we need to turn back we need to quit we need to back up on what we're preaching we need to lighten up on our preaching and then he'll lighten up on us that's what the devil's saying huh too much division. You'll never make it. There's too many different ideals around the message. You just need to quit. This is my Eden. This is my land. This is where I reign. That's what the devil wants us to hear. That's what he wants to try to tell us. But God says, you've already made it. God said, there's nothing able to separate you from the love of God. No wind, no strife, no storm. There is nothing that'll take us down. We are not turning back. We are going forward. God says, you've already made it. Let's stand. Let's stand. Musicians come. Satan says, we're going down. It's too much pressure. It's too great. You can't do it. It's too hard. Quit. You need to go back. But God says, you've already made it. You can't fail. You're undefeatable. I predestinated you, ordained you for this time, for your purpose. This is your season, your time in the sun. Nothing's able to separate you from my love. You're mine. And no man, no man, nobody, nobody is able my father, which is greater than all, nobody is able to pluck you out of my hand. Amen. So I say to you tonight, whose report will you believe? Right. Huh? As for me and my house, Amen. we will believe the report of the Lord. Huh? Whose report are you going to believe? 
I say we shall believe the report of the Lord. Amen. Do you believe that? Yes. Oh my, whose report do you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. Whose report will you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. His report says I am healed. His report says, I am shielded. His report says, I am free. His report says, victory. Whose report will you believe? I said, whose report will you believe?
Hallelujah. 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 Amen. 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 Isn't he wonderful, friends? Praise our God. Oh, it feels good just to worship him a little bit. Just to let him know that we believe the report. We believe what he told us. We ain't turning back, Brother West. We're going to bust the devil's hide every opportunity we get. We ain't taking nothing off of him. He's defeated, not us. He burns in hell, not us. He goes down, not us. Woo! Do you love him tonight? Isn't he wonderful? Let's just bow our heads. Oh, Lord. God, you're just my, my inability, Lord. My own feeble way. Lord, I, I told you many years ago, I don't know what I'm doing. But Lord, it was my desire to uplift your people. It's been such a hard month or two, Lord. So much has happened. And I just wanted to look into your word, Lord. And see what you said about it. We've heard the report of the news. Fox, CNN, whatever people listen to, they've heard their reports. We've heard Satan's howling in the wind. But oh God, tonight we've heard your report. Amen. Lord, I believe it. Oh God, Lord, I trust that they be one here, Lord. Lord, I know, no doubt, Lord, there's someone having a hard time. Hearts broken, God. Decision to be made, Lord. God, may they look and see that none of these things that we have gone through as a church caught you by surprise, Lord. It wasn't that you was on vacation somewhere down at the ocean, Lord, and Satan snuck in and done these things. But, oh God, you and your wisdom allow things to come into our life to mold us in the way that you want to use us. And Lord, we've seen that when the opposition comes, how the saints rally, Lord, helping one another, reaching out, phone calls, praying, cards, foods, groceries, Gatorade, all the things that people done. It showed the love of Christ, Lord. That we could see that it was you, Lord, look, working through the hands, working through the lips, working through the eyes of your people. For your prophet taught us the only hands you have in this day is our hands and the only eyes is our eyes. And oh God, may we allow ourselves to be used of you, Lord. And Father, I pray for my brothers and my sisters, those that's lost loved ones, Lord. God, I know how bad it hurts. I buried my mom, I buried my daddy, I buried my brother. I buried my father-in-law, my sister-in-law. Lord, I know it hurts. But I ask, oh God, that you'd comfort their hearts, Lord. And Father, I ask, Lord, that you would anoint Brother Donnie in a greater way, Lord. We're so grateful for his ministry, Father. And Lord, I know he's been under such a great burden, but Lord, may the winds lift him higher, dear God, with greater revelation, Lord. 
Greater anointing, dear God, to lead your people, Father. Other ministers here in the church, Lord. Brother West, Brother Joe, Brother Joel. Others, dear God. May you use them, Lord. May you anoint them, dear God. May signs and wonders be wrought at their hands. That wherever they would be, that the people would know you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Lord, if there be someone sick here tonight, may they read your report, Lord. For you said, I am the Lord thy God who heals all thy diseases. And Lord, may they, like that little girl up in Alaska that I saw just the other day. Oh Lord, she laid that alcohol down and picked up that freedom. And Lord, may they simply just lay that down right here at the altar tonight. And may they pick up their freedom. May they pick up their health. Just leave that sickness behind. You bore it at the cross, God. By your stripes we were healed. God, those that are heavy tonight, may you lift them higher. Comfort their hearts, Lord, we pray. We commit these things into your hands tonight, Lord, for your glory. And Father, there's no turning back for us. First Peter said, where shall we go, Lord? Where shall we go? Only you have words of eternal life. May we feast, O God, upon thy word until we're changed into the image that you had of us in your mind before there was a world. Grant it tonight, Father, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you, saints. Do you love him? Isn't he good? Brother Harry, you know that song, Praise Him in the Storm. You sing that song. Sing it for us, will you? Amen. Amen. Let's just worship just a minute. Brother Harry sings this song. Amen. I'll praise you in this storm. I will lift my hands. You are who you are. No matter where I am, every tear I've cried, you hold in your hand. You never left my side, though my heart is torn. I will praise you in this storm.
Inspiration. I was thinking about 
had some young people's meetings coming up, some of the younger children, and I was thinking along the lines of Disney come out with that movie Frozen and they had a song like Let It Go, and so I was thinking about how people try to carry grudges or they try to carry things, and so I was wondering, thought about bringing a message to them, just let it go, just lay it down at his feet, just let it go. Somebody done you wrong, just let it go. Don't hold no grudge, just let it go. So I just wrote that down and I had to get it to go to a meeting. And when I came back to my room, that notepad was laying there, but there was more writing on it that I didn't write. <laughs> oh, man, that's strange. And I picked it, I thought, that's not my handwriting. I didn't write that. And I looked at it, and you know what it said? Thank you for writing this. I needed to hear it today. May God bless you. Some maid cleaning the room. Yeah. Needed to hear it. Just jot that down for her. It'll help her all along the way. Amen. Isn't he wonderful tonight? Amen. Amen. God richly bless you. As we go, fear the Lord. Heading up to New York City this weekend. Please pray for me. <laughs> yeah. Amen. May the Lord keep you. I want to say it's, it's an honor to serve with you. It's an honor to stand before you, bring you the word. I went to this church ever since I was a little boy. And Brother Jim Babb, Brother J.D. Whitson, and those guys have always been my heroes. Ever since I was little, I, I remember when they left heading out to J.D. going to Vietnam. I, I still remember those things. They was just my heroes. I just, I just always looked up to them. It's an honor to serve with you all. And I look forward to the day when we all make it safely. Amen. Don't miss it, young people. Don't miss it, mama, daddy, brothers. Whatever you have to do, don't miss it. Amen. Let's go on. Let's don't turn back. Amen. We count it an honor to serve with you. May the Lord richly bless you. Remember those that are suffering this week. If you get a chance, just send a little text or a phone call or a little card in the mail or something and just let them know you're thinking about them. It means a lot. You know, sometimes at first people just get bombarded, you know, so many cards coming in and, you know, then about a month or so down the road, they kind of, they're gone, you know. And I remember one time when I'd lost my daddy and it was about, I think, four or five weeks later that I got a card in the mail from someone and it just meant so much. So maybe if you can't do it right now, maybe down the road somewhere, a month, two months, three months, just send a little card or something just to let them know that, They've not been forgotten. We're all in this thing together. You're not heavy. You're my brother. Amen. Amen. We leave no one behind. Amen. When we leave this battlefield, we're all going together. Yes, sir. May God richly bless you, dear friend. Amen. Brother Harris, sing something. Go to the fear of the Lord tonight. Brother Dunn, you want to say anything? God bless you all. God bless you. Thank you. Little bride keep pressing on.